Uh, back at it again. Two weeks in a row where we're on time and on schedule. Oh man, another crazy episode where we're finally in in the thick of things now with Titan. It's actually insane. Uh, there were countless times during the episode that I wanted to just unmute myself and be like, "Yo, did you see that?" So oh. yeah, there was there was too much happening to to pause or react. I agree. I agree. I mean, all in all, it's just to see everybody's faces after this, like, uh, after the time skip, to see the black outfits that they came in, strangely reminiscent of uh, that one, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ripper, the, the Ripper guys, like, little oh, squad. Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's little human killer squad, and now that's them. They're just like slaughtering people. Man, yeah, it was it was so good. Their outfits were so clean, and yeah, I agree. It was cool seeing them all, all grown up. Crazy. I actually didn't recognize the episode, that, but but yeah, it's oh, yeah, yeah, uh, a lot to process. Um. So yeah, maybe we just jump right into the recap. All right, all right. Okay, so they take us back before all of this happens. And it turns out Willie wasn't just standing on that platform completely and blissfully unaware that he was about to be eaten. As a matter of fact, they had every idea. Willie's plan was he was going to sacrifice himself. He said goodbye to his kids. He said goodbye to his wife slash maid. And he just goes there knowing that, hey, unless I die, the world isn't going to turn against this island. So I have to die, and I'm going to do it. Yeah, I feel like they they expected him to get attacked, but not necessarily by getting eaten by a titan. Like maybe some snipers up on the rooftops would get him, but yeah, I'm not 100% convinced that they they thought it'd be a titan coming out from under, the, under beneath him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, though, he was going in there to die, which is insane. But it also makes more sense now, like when he was like, hey, I'm not really super brave, but it just falls on my shoulders to do this. Because it's time. It's now or never. He doesn't sacrifice himself because he was and building these connections then nobody's going to believe it. Right, right. Like it it gives real weight to the situation and yeah, like when he was leaving, all the adults were like sad looking and kind of depressed, but all the kids were just like acting like it was a, a normal day in his job. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, that happens. And then there, and then we move scenes into the cart. And then McGath knows too. And he's like, hey, I'm going to conveniently put all the Marley and commanders in one spot so that Aaron can kill them, all of them. And then you can redesign this military from the ground up because they're inept, uh, incompetent. And then McGath is like, yeah, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, do it. Like, okay, I guess, if you if you say so. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like they, they knew exactly what was it was going to happen, maybe not in, in the way that it actually happened, but yeah, they were, they were prepared to make... Paradise and the Eldians, kind of the enemy of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, looking back, I, I, I agree. I feel like that might be the only way to do it because right now, Marley's just offended everybody. But if they're able to let something like this happen to where they see, the whole world sees that, wow, Marley took the brunt of this damage. They lost like all their commanders. And also we lost our ambassadors. Then they can all be like, all right, Marley, we'll forgive you. Let's go after these guys who so blatantly attacked us out of the air um, for no reason. So, Yeah, yeah, I think his words were that Marley would be seen as victims of an unforeseen attack. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like he himself, is, he's trying to be a martyr, Willie, that is. 
um, you know, kind of dying in in place of all the good Marleyans. But yeah, kind of, yeah, they're they're just trying to sacrifice everyone for the greater good of trying to get rid of Eldians altogether. Yeah. So and then so they were like, I thought this line was cool. So they said that um, the Eldians are the spawn of the devil or whatever. But then we are actual devils for doing this because technically, if they yeah. hadn't done this, then the Eldians maybe wouldn't have had to be slaughtered by the whole world. Like if they hadn't done this, maybe the world would have, you know, had fought these wars with Marley, and it would have just been the status quo. And like you know, not everybody dies, but now they're just going to set the world on this tiny little island, and it's just yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty crazy stuff. Oh, but then yeah, the the title sequence kicks in, which I'm I'm liking more and more every episode. I don't know about you. Um, agreed. And then yeah, we we skip forward again after Aaron has you know broken through the ground and started killing people. Um, Zofia gets crushed by rock. She's dead. Udo. So these are like the two other candidates that clearly weren't going to be chosen, but they're they're still buddies with Gabby and Falco. Udo's trying to lift the rock by himself, which obviously isn't going to work, or there's really no reason to because Zofia's dead. But then he ends up getting trampled to death as well. So that was so sad. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even realize that that was happening because like I, I was like everything happened so fast and then they carried Udo's body over to the hospital. And I was like, Oh, I guess he got hit in the head by a rock or something. But then I, after you said that, I remember, Oh yeah, he was trampled, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So Gabby just loses like half of her friends immediately. So yeah. Yeah. She's, she's well, uh, looking for blood now. What do you think? Who do you think had it worse? Aaron all the way back in season one or Gabby right now? Ooh, interesting. Interesting take. Um, I would say Aaron won because he saw his mother getting eaten by a Titan, not just like crushed to death. So I think that's arguably worse. And second, because he was just like a normal kid back then, whereas Gabby's kind of like a, a trained military warrior at this point in time. So she's probably a little bit more used to seeing that sort of gore, whereas Aaron was just like, a, I don't know, a 10-year-old normal kid. Yeah, good point, good point. I think, yeah, yeah, I, I'll i agree with that too. I think, yeah, I mean, Gabby's been through too much to have this phase her. Not that it didn't phase her, but... Right. But, For but sure. yeah, I mean, you know it's both equally fucked up but like we saw what happened with Aaron and we saw you know that anger that he felt that he kept just literally to, to today today and so <laughs> I guess we'll see what uh, ends up happening with Gabby because man she's mad and she picked up a gun and she she's big mad yeah so as soon as Aaron breaks out of the ground he immediately like he's looking for kind of the group of people to go after, which is the Marley and military leadership. And yeah, like, like you said earlier, they're all conveniently bundled up together on, on the little stands. And I don't know why I thought the way he ran into them was kind of funny. Like he led with his forearms almost, and just kind of dove into the stands. It was really awkward. I don't know why. He was like, how can I kill the most, the, uh, the most number of people at, in the shortest amount of time. And then he went for the body slam. Body slam. <laughs> Damn, this is savage. Savage. But I mean, I will say, Aaron's transformation nowadays, it looks a lot more Eve than it did in season one. You know, you remember like in season one, it was kind of looking like a friendly little dude. His yeah. eyes didn't have wrinkles. Now his eyes are like kind of disheveled. One of them is like big, <laughs> the other one's small. There's like a bunch of laugh lines they're not laughing but there's like a yeah. bunch of lines his hair is like a mane and i'm like Ooh. yeah so it's like it, it kind of represents his actual like characteristics now too like as he as a person has gotten more tired and 
worn down. You know, his Titan yeah. form apparently also follows suit there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, after he body slams into the whole, you know, the barracks or whatever, the stands, um, the turns out it's the maid. So I guessed completely wrong. It wasn't one of the kids. It was the older lady. Was was she the wife or is she just a maid? No, they sit so in in like the middle of, of the episode when it was like the information card, they said that was um, Willie's sister. Oh, right, right, right. And I think she did say that too. Like she called them she brother too. Right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes that makes more sense. She's like, like brother, that. you fulfilled your role as a Tiber perfectly, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Good catch. And then, so she transforms, and then before she can even complete her transformation, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> uh, she's beating the heck out of her face. Yeah, and he's got the hardening on both of his fists, just in the perfect places, and he's just going to town on her. It just doesn't even stop. It's just going. Yeah, he's like trying to prevent her from fully transforming, and yeah, clearly he has like pretty much mastered his Titan powers, right? Like he just immediately hardens his just his knuckles, and like we saw before, preventing his leg from healing when it was cut off. So, yeah, and the fact that he took that big ass spike to his abdomen (laughs) and still stayed in Titan form was pretty incredible, too. Yeah, (laughs) crazy. Just dude. Yeah, so anyways, the Warhammer Titan magically materializes this like two two mile, no, one mile tall, no, half a mile tall spike out of thin air. And yeah. impales Aaron, and I, I thought he was a goner at that point, but apparently he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy that, yeah, she just kind of, yeah. Like you said, out of thin air, just this thing appears, stabs him in the abdomen, and yeah, kind of no big deal. Yeah, apparently. and then af- after he does that, um, we get a glimpse, a better glimpse of all her other powers. So apparently they can just materialize a hammer out of thin air. They can materi- materialize a crossbow. They can materialize spikes on the ground. What else can they do? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Their whole yeah, but, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah her whole outer shell everything yeah like Aaron later or I forget who who said it I think it was Aaron but he was like yeah she uses her hardening powers to materialize the things that she needs so like like how he hardened his hand or like how Annie kind of did the same thing she I guess can do it outside of her body to like materialize actual items so that's pretty cool Right. And I guess that that also fits into the theme that the Tibers weren't just sitting around. Because whereas like King Reese, his Titan was super weak. Their Titan is strong. Like you could tell that uh, Willie's sister had been training. Like she knows how to use this Titan. I guess until the end. Yeah. But but yeah. Yeah, that was uh, pretty, pretty cool to finally see the Warhammer Titan. Agreed. Yeah, I think I think the design was way better than I had anticipated. Like I was prepared to be let down, and I think like the whole like armor slits on the eyes, like the all white armor that was smooth, it was nice. It was very nice. Yeah, clean, clean looking Titan. Exactly. Okay, and then so slight slight thing that happens before that. So then Piek and um, what's his name Porco are still in that hole. Then she's like, damn, they should be here soon. And then turns out that one unit that she hugged right before Jean, quote unquote, I don't know who the tall guy was, led them away. They came and rescued her. So they rescued her. Yeah, I I still think it was Armin, but or maybe it was just like some random Marleyan soldier that like had changed sides. Because like going back to the carriage scene at the beginning, they were like, oh, we've been looking at enemies outside of our borders, but we never thought to look on the inside, like in our own backyard, they said. So right. this, could be, this could be one of those soldiers that have de- 
kind of turned against Marley in their own backyard, like they said. Right, exactly. I do hope they go and explore like how they recruited these people. Because, oh, and then there was another major plot. Well, okay, well, we'll get to it. So, yeah, yeah. So there are conspirators within the Marley ranks. And what's even weirder is then Aaron is about to get so, um, destroyed by the hammer. She's like, you got any last words, Aaron Yeager? And he's like, uh, oh, you came. What did he say? He was like, it's about time. I don't know if he, he said like, it's now about or time. never. Oh, right. He's like, now right. or never, Mikasa. Exactly. And then it was weird because after that, he's like, you actually came. And then Mikasa's also like, do you know what you're doing? And so it almost seems like they're not even on the same page. Right, right. So it's like she could have not even come and like he he'd be toast right and yeah i guess we can assume that that's who he was sending letters to at least some of them to mikasa and gene and all the folks back on parodies or wherever they were um so yeah he he pretty much got bailed out there yeah and then mikasa also tells him come home what like if you're if everybody was on the same page you wouldn't tell aaron to, to come home you would tell him hey good job now let's proceed to the next part of the plan. But like at this point, there's no going back, right? There is no going home. Right. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to fight through like 30,000 troops that were cleverly hidden in the mountaintops, as well as the entire fleet that is now conveniently surrounding them. Yeah. I don't think they can get home very easily. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's no, no turning back now. Yeah, but um, I mean, I, yeah. So I think they somebody says yeah. a little speech about, "Hey, look at this massacre. There's no way the Eldians won't be look uh, won't look like the enemy of the entire world." I think McGath says that while he's in like the apartment on the top story or something. That's like right after they yeah, get that grenade. A grenade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a C four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then Gene and one of the other people on from Parodies who like the from the scout team, they were like, Don't or like, why are you blowing up the civilians or something like that? I forgot exactly what he said. But it seems like Gene, he wants them to minimize civilian casualties. But then this other guy, I don't know who he was or if we've seen him before, he's pretty much like they're all enemies at this point. They just happen to live here. It doesn't really matter that right. civilians and women and children and old folks are getting blown up too. Right. Yeah. So Gene, and that's very consistent with his character because he's always been, you know, like horrified at the thought of killing an actual person. Uh, right. And then, so the other person has, he's actually. Remember back in season three, he was like that dude with like the pompadour. He had like red hair. His name was Flock. He's the <laughs> guy that carried Captain Levi, uh, not Captain Levi, Captain Erwin back from when Erwin got like hit in the stomach after the beast sighting through the stones. He carried Captain Erwin back and he was like, we need to save Captain Erwin. And then the others are like, no, we need to save Armin. Remember? Flock. Uh, yeah. Wasn't he like younger back then? Yeah, he was younger. I think he had freckles. He looks way different right now. I I barely recognized him. Yeah, now he has that Justin Bieber haircut. Yeah, and then he has always been getting into arguments with Gene, even since like season three. So it it does make sense, and it is can be a it's a con con. What is the word? It's a consistent. Yeah, yeah. I just pulled up a picture of him on my computer, and now, now I know who you're talking about. Nice. Yeah, yeah. his uh, his hair, dude. Oh, yeah. All all the action this episode. It was like so well animated. Like when um, Mikasa first flew in, it was like the nice panning shot of her, and then her flying up and throwing those. Um, what you would call it the I don't know the spears, I guess, into into the neck. 
it was it all looked super good mm-hmm. and then she hits him with the line that said aaron you did something that you can never undo you killed civilians and children and aaron's just like what did yeah. he say? He was like, it was just very like. I don't think he. I don't think he said anything. He just, he just looked the other way. Oh, <laughs> like, he yeah, just he, turned his head. He said, and then he was like, um, "Hey, we're, we're not done here." And then the, the Warhammer Titan got up. Right, right. So he didn't even like answer her, pretty much. Which is crazy. It's it's it just like I mean, you wouldn't think that the Aaron from season three would be capable of doing something like this. And it like from yeah. Mikasa's speech in the beginning, once again, it doesn't seem like they're on the same page. So, like, what exactly is going on here? Like, yes, all the scouts are here somehow, but was this really like the plan, or, or what? Right, right. And I guess going back to what Aaron said last episode to Reiner, it's kind of like he just continues to move forward no matter what. Um, yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to say was like when Peak and Galliard finally made it out of that hole, she looked up and saw all the all the people flying around, and she's like, "Oh no, you're kidding me!" Or like they're already here, or something like that. So it's like oh, yeah. clearly she knows who who the scouts are, and I'm like, I'm not really sure how she would know, like unless they came into battle with each other at some point within the past five years. Well, they did. Remember, Peek was because um, she's the cart, and I think they went. She went over to help retrieve the the what's it called, Reiner. Remember, like at the she... end of season three, like she was there with the Beast Titan surrounding that whole city, and then she also like okay. scooped up Reiner when he was like about to die. So she's seen them. Yeah. Yeah. But then important important thing to note, the Jaw Titan has not seen them. Um, what's his name? Porco has never experienced fighting the scouts firsthand. So uh, yeah. it's, it's a hard point. Which like you would think he he might, because he has um the memories of, of what's her name? Oh right, Ymir. Of Ymir, yeah. Like, and she she was a scout too. Like, so you would think that he would at least have some background on them, but maybe he just forgot in the heat of the moment. Yeah, he was like, "I'm a Titan, and they're just humans, but they're coming after to kill me. What's going on here? They should be running away in fear." <laughs> that was a that was great. That was a great scene, but. But yeah, yeah, then so right before he does that, he's like, yeah, I've been waiting for this moment in the shadows. Like Aaron's like extending his jaws, like the one moment he's not aware. And then Porco comes out. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat you. And then Levi just comes out of nowhere and then cuts his masseter so he can't close his jaw. It's genius. It's genius. And didn't, didn't he do that to someone else last year? Oh, because they did that to Reiner too. Remember when oh, they cut yeah, his jaw? Yeah, yeah. His mouth hung open, and then they put those spears in his mouth to blow him up. Knowledge of anatomy. They still remember. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so good. So good. Yeah, so and good. that was, of course, more fire animation there, too. Agreed. Um, yeah, yeah. Crazy episode. Oh, one more thing that I wanted to, to mention. So, like, when... When Gabby was running towards the square to kind of get into the action, right? And like the the security guards, they both got shot. And like she made eye contact with Sasha. And I guess Sasha's part of the the crew who's not killing civilians. Um, cause she cause they made eye contact and she pretty much just let her go. Clearly she didn't know that Gabby w- was a warrior, and I guess there would have been no way for her to know that, so Right. I don't know. That was. A, I mean. I, just an I mean. That's a good point. I feel like it definitely fits her character, right? Like her yeah. persona that she's been. That's pretty consistent. And I don't even. I. I feel like she also didn't kill her because she's just a kid, right? Like, is Gabby's like yeah. ten years old or whatever? Yeah, she's not gonna snipe some children. 
<laughs> yeah, honestly. But also, so it seems like I couldn't tell if those armored trucks, that envoy, like right before Gabby's little guard friends got killed, I couldn't tell if it was because they had planted explosives in the car prior or if the scouts were just flying around dropping explosives into the car. Um, it's not really a huge point, but I guess if they had explosives planted prior, then that just goes to show the amount of conspirators that were you know, already planted in there. So, I don't know. Yeah, to me it seemed like they were already there and just kind of blew up based on the, the timer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was hard to tell. Yeah, hard to tell. And then just like quickly, some other things that happened. Aaron finds out that, um, you know, there's like a little uh, cord that goes from the Warhammer Titan to the little egg. And then he pulls them out. But then the interesting thing was I didn't know Aaron could transform again so fast. Like he, he literally had just gotten skewered and then it's been like five minutes and then he just goes right back in. Yeah, maybe that was part of his training to kind of regenerate quickly or be able to transform yep. again quickly. I guess so. But I, I think I think that's about that's pretty much it. I don't I don't think anything else happened. I mean, not that that wasn't a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until Aaron pointed it out that the the Warhammer Titan kind of generated from the ground up, I didn't even notice. Same. That's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's Whereas I there think everyone so else that from like the, the face down. Right. Yeah. There were too many things that happened, but also that makes sense because they were able to generate those spikes. Like it would be overpowered if you could generate spikes from just like like a part of the environment that isn't even connected to you, you know? Like, because when he generated those small spikes that Aaron stepped on, like that was so far uh-huh. away from the actual Titan that right. there's no way that that could have actually been their power to just materialize things. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How did that happen? I guess it must have run a- along that cord. It must or something like that. Yeah. So I I think as long as it runs along the cord, then you can materialize it. But you can't just materialize something that's not even touching. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty well thought out. And it's like, yeah, each Titan is pretty overpowered, obviously, but there's also like some weakness to all of them too. So just another good writing point. Agreed. And Aaron found it so fast too. So he's definitely, he's like thinking he's just standing there while Mikasa's fighting and he's not panicking. He's just like, let me analyze this situation. Oh, found it. Okay. Let me take it out. He just dives in. That should be one of our, our pictures for the post when he just like dives headfirst off of the building. Let me, um, let me write that down. Uh, speaking of that, so what was your favorite scene? Oh, I'm I'm having trouble picking between Mikasa and Levi. Hey, I think I'll go with Mikasa's first attack when she like swoops in and is firing all the all the spears into the nape of the neck. Classic, classic. Because it was I a, agree. a total tide tides changer for the battle. Dude, yeah, no, I there was okay, like part of me knew that there was no way that Aaron would be the only person there. But then also if Mikasa hadn't come, he would have just gotten destroyed. Like just by like the by the Warhammer Titan's long hammer. Just... <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, know. yeah. My favorite scene was the part when so it was right after the porco comes and he tries to eat them and then he gets his jaw cut. I was like, oh, good scene because he couldn't, he can't clamp. And then the even better scene when he's like, yeah, well, exactly. You already said it. But he was like, it's, it, they're just humans. I'm a Titan. And I was like, oh, you, you naive, ignorant child. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, you, you look at this Black Ops unit and you think they're afraid of one Titan? Get out of here. And that's literally their whole job is to wipe out Titans. Like yeah. that's all they've been trained to do. <laughs> At that moment, I was like, it, it like it, it gives me the same satisfaction as like every time Kageyama and Hinata do one of those super fast spikes, and then the audience is like, "Whoa, that was incredible! <laughs> I never knew that they were so good." This is just like it's Porco realizing, "Oh shit." Oh shit! I might actually die. You see, it's like the swarm yeah, of scouts. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my favorite scene by far. I was like, oh wow, great scene. So what other warriors do they have? So they have the Beast Titan that like we haven't seen in the battle yet. At least Beast Cart Armor. Those three. Mm-hmm. Beast Carmer, Cart Armor. Let's just name all the ones on their side. And then there's the jaw, and then the warhammer. Yeah. And then on the other side, colossal founding attack. And then Annie. And one more. Annie. Annie. Okay. So it's so eventually it would be three on five, plus the scouts. Yeah. And that's 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 next episode. <laughs> and two of them are are with Aaron, so it's really two on five. Oh yeah. Oh shoot. Okay, so we'll see. But we have Levi. Levi counts as one tight. So does Mikasa. <laughs> so in reality, <laughs> it's four on five. All right, all right. Good stuff. I'll still all never right. get over. I'll still never get over the fact that Annie's just female titan like they couldn't have come up with a better name than female titan <laughs> maybe it was lost in translation i don't know <laughs> i don't really know either. So I think it's a pretty basic word to translate <laughs> like okay, if they can good. translate warhammer they can figure out female <laughs> fair point fair point yeah i have no comment i agree that is that's some poor writing there yeah, the only negative commentary we have on on this writing so far, and that is that speaks volumes. Because other than that, man, it's amazing. All right, he he literally could have just called her like Queen Titan or something like that, like literally anything else besides female. But whatever, <laughs> it, it doesn't really matter. But I just <laughs> clearly, so. no, clearly, it's bugging you. <laughs> For me, but for the overall story, maybe not. Oh yeah, maybe maybe it'll be explained later, but we'll see. So, is is Aaron even going to be able to eat this like egg person? It looked like he was going to try to, because if he can, then why hasn't he eaten Annie? You know, great point, great point, and I don't know. So we'll see. Like you would assume that that thing is rock solid. Right, right, yeah. Just like Annie was like, used her hardening, this person clearly used hers too, so are they different maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Unlikely. So it's right. weird. Maybe Aaron Aaron is not in the right state of mind, so maybe he just, he's so focused on his goals that he doesn't even care how he's going to achieve it. Yeah, do you think she's like, conscious within the egg or once he pulled the plug everything went like black for her mm, good point uh i have no yeah, idea I mean, hard to say hard to say yeah. maybe i i feel like in her case she would be able to send some more stuff out because like that's kind of her power whereas annie it, it, that was like a last resort sort of thing but I, don't, I have no idea. Right. Well, maybe we'll find out next week. Maybe. But all in all, a great episode. I like. I posted a. I posted that Instagram story, and then somebody was like, "Yo, I'm so excited for episode six to come out." I'm like, "Dude, it's already out." He's like, "Oh," and he just goes and watches it. He just messages me back right now. He's like, "Yo, I am speechless." <laughs> I agree. I agree. Dang, get him on the on the pod. 
Dude, yeah, well, well, we got a we got a long waiting list for that, but all right. <laughs> that is very true. Okay. Anyways, um, you got any other last final remarks on this episode? I, I thought it was just a brilliant piece of art. Yeah, agreed. Animation went crazy. Oh, title of today's episode: The Warhammer Titan makes sense title of next week's episode is going to be assault okay keep in mind gabby is out there in a deranged state of mind with a with a rifle with no titan powers yeah i don't know what she's gonna do she's like barely three feet tall she barely (laughs) can run faster than falco um so we'll see we'll see there's there's a lot to look forward to next uh next week and I'm hyped. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Excited to see what happens. Agreed. All right. Um, oh, have you been watching any other uh, winter 2021s? Um, let's see. What have I been watching? So ReZero, of course. Classic. You know, con- continuing in the graveyard, which is clearly going to go on for the rest of this arc. So maybe yeah, by the maybe. end of this season, he'll make it out of the graveyard. That's uh, happening. <laughs> B stars. I've been watching that one's pretty good. Um, Promise Neverland. That one's really good. You're caught up on that, right? Yep, it's pretty good. Yeah. Have you started this? Like the Winter 2021. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good. Fire. And those and Hori Mia. That one, nice. first episode of that was good. Nice. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I, right. I haven't I haven't started Doctor Stone or Slime yet, but it's it's on my list. I just haven't had time yet. Okay. Okay. I got you. you? Yeah. I mean, you have an actual job. Dude, I spent this past week like doing this uh, one to five class, but then every other hour of the day I was free. So I've been like, I think I watched a few more. Like I watched, um, I didn't watch Beastars, but I heard good things. I think they said it was like a Zootopia. And I was like, oh, I'm sold. sold." (laughs) But uh, yeah, I've been watching The Slime too. um, And Hori Mia, it's a good one. Uh, Shoot, I can't, I'm blanking. Uh, I'm trying to think of one. Oh, so I was eating breakfast one day and I was just looking through Gogo's like recent animes and I see one and it's like it has parentheses uncensored. So I'm like, oh, okay. It was uh, like episode <laughs> one. And I was like, all right, okay, I, I'm down for some gore, whatever. It was not gore. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was something else altogether. But the premise is good. Um, it's like another one of those like RPG role-playing game sort of things. I can't remember the title, but there was another one that I thought was pretty good. It's called wonder egg priority. The art on this thing is incredible. It looks straight out of violet Evergarden at times. Like in this show, it had like, it, yeah, it had like the tastiest piece of egg that I'd ever seen. And then it's it's like it's about bullying, it's about um slice of life, it's about um uh, just like some girl's journey to be okay with herself. And so far episode one has been very interesting, to say the least. But it's beautiful. Like it's it's a visual masterpiece and it's only episode one. So All right. that All one's right. good. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I think Horimiya's um hilarious at times, but I don't know where they're going with this. <laughs> yeah, lot, lots of good stuff this season. Yeah, if you have downtime this week, I would recommend watching B Stars on Netflix. I think it's only like twelve episodes, so okay. you could do that I need in like a, two days. <laughs> I need a I need <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. I'll maybe take a little longer this time, just because um, school is starting back up again. But yeah, I will. I'm definitely going to. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Very nice. 
All right. Um, Moving on. What's next? Yeah, questions of the week. But I don't know. That's kind of a question already. Let's see. Do I have any for you? Um. <laughs> have you picked up any new hobbies lately? Actually, actually, yes, I have. So, um, I'd had Logic downloaded for like two or three years already, and I'd always been meaning to like make a lo-fi song. Yeah. A lot of times, like when I'm studying, that's what I listen to. I was like, yeah, how hard could this be? Just like slap some drums on, you know, like put a <laughs> melody that's like four notes. It's like boom, 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 boom. And then you just put the boom. Whatever. And then you, and you're just like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's done. Whatever. And then these lo-fi artists are out here like getting a bunch of YouTube views. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And then I just never got into it because it's actually a lot harder than I thought. But yeah. recently, I've been trying and hopefully I'll have one out by March. I'm like, I have this one app. It's called uh, 10,000 Hours App because, you know, you got to do something for 10,000 hours before you get really good yeah. at it. Like, we have needed a podcast for 10,000 hours before coming pros but <laughs> what this app does is basically just like whenever you start your task you just press go and then it just starts like a timer or like a stopwatch and then once you finish for the day then you can just press stop and then it just records um like the total amount of time that you spent on that activity and it's just like a nice little like level up bar that you can like tangibly see as opposed to just like having to be like oh yeah well i mean i think i got better ish i can't really tell so it's just like a little bit of extrinsic motivation but so yeah hopefully by march you know we'll have like a first of all a better opening song i don't even even know if you still put that do you still put that thing oh oh you bet i do (laughs) yeah we need to have a different intro song every every season just like how they do it in anime all right. Well, if someone out there wants to provide us a beat, we we can't pay you because we don't make any money off of this, but we'll we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, and we will rap over it. <laughs> we'll freestyle. Yeah. All right. What about you? Um. New hobbies? I don't think so. No. <laughs> How about Two any old hobbies more? that you're uh, sustaining? running i've been keeping up with that so it's it's hard to run in the winter i have found especially if it's when it's like gets to in the 20s around here usually if it's in the the 30s i can i can go out and run and be have that be tolerable so glad glad i've kept that up even in the winter nice dude nice Dude, I don't, I don't even know how you can run in the 20 degrees. It's just like ice patches Layers. everywhere. Layers. You're breathing in literal fire. So, I'm, so I, I wear a mask since I, I just always wear a mask when I'm outside. But wearing a mask while running actually keeps your face pretty warm and kind of moisturizes the air. So it's a, it's a win-win oh. right there. Interesting. And you're protected against COVID. I like it. Yeah, exactly. Win win. <laughs> nice, dude. Very nice. All right. Um, are we moving on to the final section? Uh, music. Any any songs of the week? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, do you have any? Mm, what's it called? There's a song that came out by Juice World. And what young thug, bad yeah, boy? Yeah, yeah. I think. Nice. Yeah, that I'll one was good. To that today, that was pretty good. I I saw this conspiracy theory about Juice World. He was like, they were like saying, "Hey, this dude rapped in his one of his songs that he wanted to die at 21, and that he wanted to like have like a great career for a few years, and then just like have it end." And then they were saying how like this dude who uh, did a collab with him is going to release this album. And then they looked at the album song list and like all the songs 
first letters spell out Juice World is alive and he might not actually be dead. And they're saying how there's no video of him having a seizure in the airport in this day and age. So I'm like, I mean, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm skeptical. <laughs> I think there was a video, but whatever. Besides the point. Okay. Okay, yeah, I just saw that and I was like, yeah, I, I have no idea. But, um, okay. Uh, I'll get you one. Uh, I haven't been listening to this a lot, but I've heard it a few times. It's by Two Chains. It's called Gray Area. It's, right. um, it's, uh, it's just, you know, nice and chill. It's got a good little message that he puts in there. So I heard it uh, like while I was at the gym and I was like, okay, let me, let me play that on repeat for a few times. Nice. But good stuff. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Two Chains. It's, uh, we've seen him live at USC. Oh, good times. All right. <laughs> Time for our, our final segment, I think, here. Top three, bottom one. Yes. You want me yes, to start? Yes. yes, you start. All right. Last last of the week, I got Gabby. I feel like she's, I don't know. Not not that it's unre- not that she's being unreasonable, but she's like charging in pretty recklessly and she's going to get herself hurt. But, I mean, I get it. Her friends died in front of her eyes, so it makes sense. But I just couldn't think of anyone else to put. Number three, got Aaron. I guess he probably could have been the worst, but I don't know. He's he's just on his mission moving forward, no matter who has to, to get crushed along the way. Um, dude's on a mission. Number two, I got Levi. We barely saw him, but he came in the clutch, slicing the jaw. Yes, he did. Um, yeah, he, he was on the screen for like two seconds, but it, he was very impactful. <laughs> Number one, I got Mikasa. Obviously, easy pick of the week. I don't know. She She's all mature looking now and was beating up the Warhammer Titan, even though it couldn't actually be killed. But yeah, she, she was 1v1ing the Warhammer Titan at that one point. So, <laughs> so obviously a beast. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I agree. She's crazy. She's crazy. All right, all right. Um, so for my last one, I the worst of the week, I put Reiner. The dude was just so shocked that he has yet to just show himself, even though he's literally right where Aaron was. He could have easily come out at 2v1 with the Warhammer, but no, he's out there doing who knows what. True. Um, yeah, I mean, he wasn't in the episode, but it's precisely because he wasn't in the episode. Anyways, uh, for my third top character, I put Gabby. I, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying. I like think it's very, you know, nonsensical what she's doing and foolish and reckless. But at the same time, that is so her. And then, but that's not the reason I put her as top three. I put her as top three just because it's interesting. Because we just see Aaron so full of rage many many years ago and then now we're seeing literally the exact same thing because he's doing it and so it's just like this cycle and because nobody really understands or tries to work each work it out it's just gonna just repeat and repeat and repeat and it's just Truly. it just feels almost hopeless anyways vicious number two wait what'd you say vicious cycle exactly so for number two i put aaron i thought you know the dude yeah i agree with your assessment he's just doing what he knows how to do and it's just keep going forward um i just want to point out his you know just drastic change in character once again i mean definitely the little boy from season three part two is not here anymore like he's grown up his titan looks horrifying he's not afraid of killing civilians and children and yeah yeah it just seems like he's just gone on this path of his own and Mikasa can barely rein him in. But anyway, number one, I put Mikasa, obviously. I mean, she, she looks great in that, uh, in the black jumper. Yeah, she's 1v1-ing the Warhammer and kind of winning. She's <laughs> also literally Aaron's voice of conscience. Like, I don't think Aaron's going to listen to Jean or Connie. I don't even think 
Gene and Connie are going to talk up to them. But I think if if there's going to be somebody who talks reason to Aaron, it's Mikasa, just because she loves him. But, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see the extent of Mikasa's love because like is she going to follow him into hell or is she going to be like I can't I can't be with you and keep killing children like you're doing. So it's it's tragic. I don't think anybody's happy right now, and it's just honestly kind of sad. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, what an episode! What what's Mikasa's last name? Do we know? I always forget. I thought it was, I thought it was Ackerman too. Oh, is it Ackerman? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, we can check. But yeah, I was I was just thinking like when yeah. when Galliard he was getting cornered. He's like, is that Ackerman? Like, clearly he knows who Levi is, even though he's never actually seen him or the other scouts in battle before. And so he, Levi must be notorious for killing all the Titans, basically. Yeah, which makes sense. But yeah, because his last name is also Ackerman. Good to know. They're all Titan killers. Yep, great stuff. Um, honestly, could not have imagined this episode being any better so i have no complaints it's it's just beautiful i hope like the story that i put out can at least make one person who's sitting on the, the border edge of regular person <laughs> shows and anime shows and be like you know i've never checked out anime but it is 2021 and somebody that i trust did just post about it so maybe I'll give it a shot. And then they watch Attack on Titan as their first anime ever, and then they're just forever disappointed about everything. Do you think Attack on Titan is a good first anime to watch? I feel like it's a little too intense if that's your first one it's, ever. It's a little much, but I feel like it's a good way to combat that stigma that anime is all just like girly and cutesy and super high-pitched voice. So okay. it could be. Fair. Yeah, I think Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, that'd be another good one for, uh, for yeah, people out I there. Agree. I agree. I don't think Hina Matsuri would be a good one, neither, no. nor do I think, um, what's that Konosuba. other one? Konosuba. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, nor do I think No Game, No Life. I think that would just nope. perpetuate the um, stigma actually yeah that, that that makes it worse for us but 100 percent makes it worse <laughs> yeah yeah i like brotherhood just because it's like a, a full complete story it's good action good morals good characters all that stuff but i, I agree titan would be a, a good one to start with if you're into into gore and action at least yeah i mean it would definitely like shatter your expectations <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, it it goes crazy. Well, we'll have to rewatch it from start to finish once the season ends. Yeah, or when we're sixty, <laughs> we can have every, a marathon every ten years. Titan rewatch. It's time. Let's go. Oh man! All right. Well, I, that's all I got for this week. But uh, hope you hope you got a good week coming up ahead. Let's get this bread. I'll talk to you later. Peace.